0: (laughs) thank you okay it's been a day thank you beloved source unconditionally loving oneness that we all came from and we all go to and we all are in whenever we want to be thank you for helping me to be a transmitter of love so that we all can find the peace and all the beauty that we're here to experience in this lifetime. Thank you. Thank you for this community and this communion. And please help this to be a wonderful sharing that is helpful to everyone here and everyone who's not here. (laughs) I don't particularly have the exact thing that I want to share today, but I definitely have something I want to move through. And so that's what the purpose of today is, is actually finding out what's coming through me. I can feel there's something there. And this is a learning time for me. And I've actually been having a lot of stuff coming up in me because um, I am clearing lots of emotions and everything from the last six months postpartum and also having a two-year-old and everything and all the things that are happening in the world and everything personal and everything, um, everything, everything, everything. And then I stopped eating chocolate, which honestly, I was eating chocolate as like a crutch, kind of, you know, and now it's like, now that I've stopped it, I'm like, okay, so there's nowhere to hide. (laughs) I am not going to hide from these negative things that are coming up in me, these emotions and Uh, what I'm finding to be a lack of self-love actually and I can't go into that particular addiction right now anymore because I've decided not to except for possibly ceremonial purposes which I have not explored yet but I, I think that it could chocolate could have a place in our lives in small amounts it's just something that I've eaten in excess and that is the problem So it seems so silly. It's like a little kid not getting their chocolate. And that's exactly what it is as an adult. (laughs) And then it's like tantruming, but like, it's not just a tantrum. It's really like everything that I've been not wanting to face within myself is coming up. And this, this episode is not clean sound. This is messy because I am messy right now. It's the right vibe. It's the true expression of where I am right now. Just things coming up, children all around and, um, and something that I'm exploring that I want to share. So like, um, it's tied also to it being initially when I came up with this podcast, it's called the flower mama podcast. So it's the idea is like having like this loving, beautiful, awakening, conscious creation and as a mama. So blooming in motherhood but like as a person but not separate so embracing motherhood embracing this identity that I'm in right now and 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 coming into what's trying to be transmitted through me oh, oh my gosh Mary Gold wow she just drew all over this um <laughs> This, like, beige canvas-colored big dollhouse that she plays in, and it's, like, this really pretty little dollhouse, and she's never done this before. I just turned my back, and she's, like, using her markers to color on her big dollhouse that, like, is significant. It's enough for a three-year-old to go inside of and have. Okay, so, Wow. I mean, I, honestly, I asked for that because I was saying my life was messy, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, she's like proving me right. She does that. Hi, are you dancing with me? No. Oh my goodness. Miracle, what's that? What happened? <laughs> I'm pointing to her drawing, which is orange and pink scribbles all over the dollhouse. It's water um, washable <laughs> markers. So it might be okay. I will see. Okay, Miracle, please. Please don't draw on the dollhouse anymore, okay? We want it to be pretty. Mommy's going to try washing it. Yeah, and you drew on your dollhouse. Uh Uh-oh, look. Oops. Was that by mistake? Yeah. Was it? Do you think it looks prettier that way or before? Yeah. You like it like this? Yeah. I mean, honestly, this could be an invitation to paint the thing. I mean, I can paint it something really beautiful. It is pretty plain colored. Maybe it's a good idea. Kids do that. They like do stuff. And then it's like you can get mad and just shut them down. Or you can pause, reflect, and see. Maybe they're trying to indicate, like com- communicate something to me as a possibility for my life. Where I've been a little bit in the box. They can take us on a step outside the box. That's not to say not to discipline. I've We've actually been disciplining her more by giving her... Um, some time to herself at times lately because it's just, we've just not, not been doing that. So, um, but I wouldn't do that for this particular thing because she was expressing her creativity. I had never explicitly said not to do that and it's very rare for her to do something like that. I think she was reaching out for attention because I'm paying attention to this thing. So it's not coming off right away, but I think it will. You know, it'll come off in time probably, or I'll paint over it. One of the two things. Right now she's playing inside the dollhouse. I told her to pause on any more detailing before we make a family decision about what we want that thing to look like. And (laughs) it's kind of funny and kind of silly. And I feel like really appropriate for this time because what happens is that we have all this energy coming up and if we don't do something with it, it's just gonna go off the rails. She needed to be directed to do something at the time i didn 't do it. I was doing my podcast. I just left her to do whatever she wanted, and she did something wild because she was like i 'm going to try to get attention now from mommy and that 's what happens with our holding and I wanted i this completely ties into what I wanted to share today and so what I heard today was that depression can actually have its roots in Unexpressed um, anger or resentment, and it's in particular anger or resentment that we don't feel like we deserve to have, or we don't feel like it'll be approved by us or anyone else. It's anger that we feel like we shouldn't be having, and that can turn into depression. So I want to pause and just let us process that a little bit because um it's super common for women to have postpartum depression and i can think of two very clear ways that, that ties into that explanation of depression for me this resonated if it doesn't resonate for you then that's totally cool um and you know i'm not like formally educated in anything like this so just you check in with your heart and see if it feels like you might feel something happening. I actually heard it from Louise Hay, who's the creator of Hay House Publishing. And so the ways that this can kind of be explained for postpartum mothers, in my experience as being postpartum two times, is, um, and this relates to all people, because these are just examples of how um, depression can emerge like that. But um, it could be that a woman feels sad that the baby is out of her body she had this amazing connection with this child and this extremely incredible life force was inside of her and now it's like she's like angry that it's not happening anymore in a way you know just angry that there's not this miracle experience And everybody's like, no, that's what's supposed to happen. And of course, that is what's supposed to happen. And she knows that too. That's what you want to happen. Of course, it's perfect for a baby to come out after nine or 10 months. And, you know, that's, but, but it's okay though for her to have that anger, but she's never told it's okay to have that anger. Like she's never told it's okay to reason that you don't have this precious being of light and love inside of you, this perfect little incredible early human inside of you, like beaming and growing and in f- all this growth hormone, and, like all this incredible beauty and love and this personality inside of you. Like nobody really ever says it's okay to be angry that that's not happening anymore, you know? And it's, it might sound strange or Far-fetched, but it's just, like, on a biological level, it makes sense even. It's like, hey, wait, no, where'd you go? You're not in me anymore. Like, well, I, I was doing all this. I was giving every nutrient in me possible to you. I've been doing everything, and now you're on the outside of me, and you're we don't have that same level of closeness, you know? And then the other area where a mom could possibly feel angry would be... um and I'm going to expand this to other examples of other people as well, but could be angry about what had happened during the process of the actual birth. Some women have wonderful, amazing experiences, and for them, I don't think postpartum is as as common. But for people, for those of us where it wasn't the best experience for one in any which way whatsoever, a mom might be angry, you know, that somebody maybe did something to her or that um, even angry at the baby if something had happened where it's like she, like the baby came through really fast or something like that or whatever. It's ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous to say I'm angry at a baby for getting born through me or I'm angry at somebody for even getting me pregnant or like whatever. But the fact is, is that there, even if it's like a micro emotion of anger, resentment, A, women are not given a space to express that. Nobody is talking about this. I mean, (gasps) they talk about postpartum depression and medicine, but they're not talking about why the depression. Well, well, yeah, this big thing, this monumental thing just happened to our bodies. It's like the biggest thing that can happen. And, and, Uh -uh. and so there could be easily amount of, an amount of anger, as a result of experiencing anything uncomfortable or anything that's in the least bit like, and this is not typically in the least bit uncomfortable. It's typically like a heroic, it can be a heroic feat. I mean, it can also be beautiful and smooth. So, you know, you have those options, (laughs) but for those people who have had an extraordinary experience, very, very rarely is that anger or resentment aired out. So what happens is that becomes a seed and it's not the good kind of seed. It's a kind of seed that gets buried. And then, you know, it, it's, it's trying to like, to grow and get out and get, you know, get some air, get some light, but it's like being pushed down because it's, it's not only that society's not talking about it, but we are are not, not feeling even approval of ourselves to talk about it. Like I, I mean, it's, it's really me being vulnerable right now, even to share that I could have anger at my beautiful, precious, incredible, amazing children for birth experience or whatever. But there probably is something in me unconscious. That's like, dang girls, you know, like, (laughs) whoa. So, you know, and like, we can feel all the beautiful feelings and the gratitude, but what we want to do is air out the other stuff too. And I don't want to like, I'm not prescribing anything. I'm not like saying this is an answer for you. I'm just sharing my experience and, and something really rang true to me about the STEM of depression, being in anger and resentment, unexpressed, unapproved, unexpressed and and not, not accepted by those who are feeling it. So it's like you feel all this anger and it's like, ah, but no, I'm not allowed to feel that anger and I'm not supposed to feel that anger and I shouldn't. Like for instance, if you're angry at your dad, we'll say. But, you know, he was your dad. And you're supposed to respect your parents. You're supposed to honor them. So you can't be angry at your dad. So that's what your inner dialogue is saying. And that's what the outer dialogue is saying in many cases. Oh, but it's your dad. He loves you unconditionally. Some people will tell you. Oh, he's perfect. You know, he's he's he gave he gave you life. And yeah, look, that's even a good example. Right now, Mary or Gwendolyn's screaming at me. She's mad at me. I'm her mom. She's supposed to love me. She depends on me. But maybe she's mad at me. So it's like where I'm going with this, this, though, is not to be like, oh, okay, good, then I'm just going to be mad forever. No. It's just to bring awareness and spaciousness to that anger. To see it there, accept that it has arisen. Just accepting it. Accept your own humanity. I accept my own humanity. I accept that I could be angry about some of the stuff that happened during birth, about society's ideas about birth, about about everything that has tinged my experience and like the way that my body is now in some ways and it's like still healing. I, I, I accept that I can be angry and resentful about that. And yeah, that's probably, there's probably some of that there. And you know what I'm going to do with that? I'm going to surrender that. I want to let it go. I want to let go of that. I want to surrender. I see it, it's there and that's okay. I accept it. I'm gonna bring awareness to that, that it's there, it's been there, and I let it go. I don't, I don't want to be ruled by this thing, and I don't want to have the lingering effects of something unexpressed inside of me. I wanna accept it, see that it's there, let it go. And I'll say thank you, thank you to everything, everything that came from the birth, because it's led me to this point, and it's given life through me, and I have beautiful, wonderful children. And and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this learning. I'm grateful to be here now. And And I think that's what we can do. I think that's what we can do. When we come to a point of depression, we can pause, let ourselves be loved in the way that we haven't in the past. And we might even explore what areas we could possibly be angry about. I did this really beautiful meditation from Louise Hay and she was having us, you know, go to this beautiful place. And she had us she had us visualize going to a river and just letting our pain come out and whatever it looked like just having it on our hands lovingly and then just placing it into the river and just letting it wash away. And for me it was something that was like really alive and then it just like came to life as soon as I led it to the river. It was so happy to be there, you know, just to be released. And I think that's what happens sometimes is that we hold on to things and we don't need to. And then we can go to our addictions if we're holding on to them and be like, Okay, no, I can't. I can't. I'm gonna I I I don't wanna let this go. And you know, it's about to be let go, but you know what, I'm gonna do this instead. I'm gonna have an addiction so that I don't have to let go. I don't have to face what's inside of me. But when we can pause and face the thing and even love it. You know, love ourselves there. That's what miracles are made out of. That's rainbows. That's beauty. That's true beauty. The true beauty isn't just the Photoshop magazine cover. You can see people sometimes and they just look so alive. And you just know that they have been through some stuff. <laughs> because like sometimes you, have, you, you get through it because you're human and there's stuff. And then you get to the other side and it's like, wow, what a relief. You know, like this is so beautiful. And then you get to love everything you've been through and everything about that. And you you get through and you become more like love and you become more of who you have wanted to be and who you asked to be. We are given everything that we need at every moment. So if something you're experiencing right now might feel heavy, like it's been feeling for me, it's because you're being given many gifts and they will happen as you come into a loving place to allow them to be received. It's like that, you know, when you like try to give somebody this incredible gift and then they're like, no, I, I, I don't deserve it. You shouldn't give that to me. That's too much. That's too much. It's like you're doing that to like love and God and everything good you're like, no, no, I don't deserve that. That's too much. Yeah, see, that makes the baby cry. <laughs> I'm going to Lynn. Hi. Hi. Hi, sweetie. And we don't have to do that. So I, I was in my singing lesson today, and I was processing through some of this stuff, and I came up with this idea to say part of a song when I would have one of those addictive cravings for chocolate or sweets in general. And so far it's actually been working. So I would sing this part of the song. Um, It's a song, I think it's called I Believe, but those are the lyrics that I'm going for. So it's basically this whole song's like, okay, I say I'm not good, but it's talking to like God or whatever, insert whatever word you like for God there. Um, Love, whatever. Spaghetti monster, as my sister would say, because she's atheist. She's like, no, 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 God. Which is fine. Like, I respect her and love her. She's awesome. And um, but maybe there's something there that could make that equation work for her. Something. I don't know what it would be. And um, so you just imagine that you're talking to this thing that's like not a thing, but you know, the source of all things. And You see it as a loving parent, the way that I love my children unconditionally and that if they ever were to come to me and they say, I'm not good enough, mommy, I'm gonna eat chocolate because I don't want to see myself. I don't want to, I don't want to be present now with myself, with what I'm presenting as. And um, what I would say to that child, you know, But what an unconditionally loving parent would say to you and would say, no, you're amazing, you're incredible. I have a thought like I'm ugly and then I'll, you know, this parent would say, you're beautiful, you are beautiful and would truly, truly believe that. Because it's true, look at children, they're so beautiful, you know, and that's how we're seen by this unconditionally loving source that is just here for us all the time so so I've been trying it and it's like and it goes kind of like this oh I believe oh I believe what you think of me yeah I believe I believe and what that love thinks of me is what comes to me every time that I think those words or and I remember, okay, wait. I'm beautiful. I'm loved. I'm precious. I am being taken care of. Oh, hi. it's doing is it's infusing my inner dialogue with a real true dialogue. And the only thing that can happen when you do that is clearing of old, unhelpful thought patterns, of letting go. It can only infuse us more with that of which we're singing. Or thinking and you don't have to sing in any kind of way I'm not like in a talent show right now it's just like, (laughs) just literally trying not to eat junk (laughs) but it's like that's my that's where my addiction has been streamlined so it's like it's not just junk for me it's literally like the addiction that has moved through me where I've been addicted to other things in the past and now it's got its face as chocolate so as I'm letting go of that it's helping me to it's helping me to purify my consciousness but what's doing is that i'm no longer being distracted by it so now i'm seeing what's been there and and then i'm like ah and then it's like no let me re- re- rewrite this dialogue and be like yay like this is absolutely beautiful i can be present here and now and conscious and i can rewrite this story i and you know it's great too what we do when we do this kind of work we're rewriting it for our our ancestors and we're rewriting it for our children so this is like if you know i'm sure that some of this stuff is from other generations. And it's like, finally, somebody's stepping in to be like, nah, you're awesome. (laughs) And that's what I'm trying to go for here. I mean, I'm telling you that, but I want to feel that of myself. And I've been having some patterns coming up where it's like, yes, exactly, Marigold. But I want you, Marigold. Oh, your shoe. Here, just leave it there. I'll fix it. I'll fix it there. I want them to not have to deal with this stuff. And I have two daughters. I want them to see themselves. I want them to see their inner beauty and to value themselves no matter what in this silly world of likes and things like that. So this has been a really true and raw experience of what I've been going through today. But like recently, more so courageously as I am, facing my work that i'm supposed to be doing here and um, i know this is a different tone than i normally do but it's what's showing for me right now it's what's coming up it might be relatable to you as well it's very human so i'm trying to bring that divinity in there and and believe i want to believe and i am i am deciding to believe because i know that it's true i teach that it's true all the time but it turns out that I'm human, and even if I can teach something, it's now time for me to practice what I preach. It's coming up now. Aw, thank you, Marigold. And Marigold just give me water. Do you want the one? I'm mommy. I love you, ma. Sweet person. This is a sweet, a sweet daughter. I love you. I love you. She's blessing me with her head. She always did this when she was a baby. She puts her forehead on mine. Blessing. You're blessing me? Are you blessing me? Yeah. <laughs> <It's your eye. laughs> That's my eye. I love you so much. Um, thank you. And this is this is a mama'd out episode too. Full mama. You, you can't plan this stuff. It's just not planable. So thanks for being here and um I guess I gave a semi example for that thing of stuff coming up that is underneath these sadder feelings but I really feel like any anger whatsoever will become sadness um, and the root of it all is really just fear and it's the kind of fear like I'm not good enough or I'm not loved or like I don't I'm not you know something that's like I'm not worthy or maybe thing I'm not good all right, that's what's been coming up for me at least lately at more the root of things. But you are good. And you're worthy. And if you are, then I am too. Because I know so much that you are. So I have to see it within myself as well. It's very important. And I want my daughters to see that because I know that for them as well. And I want my partner to see that and to feel that. Oh, and that's one more thing that somebody just said today. It's like I was listening to a different podcast. That one's, Gwendolyn's playing with that right now, sweetie. This is my baby. Is that your baby? Oh, that must be very special to you, huh? Do you miss it? You want to play with it? Okay, well, I think Gwendolyn would like to share with you. Huh, Gwendolyn? Are you going to share? She just picked it up. Okay, Gwendolyn, let's see if Gwendolyn's willing to share. You sharing, Gwendolyn? You sharing with sister? <laughs> Good job, Gwendolyn. She shared with you, Marigold. What the Okay, so um I don't even know what I was just saying. I have no idea. i got mommied, thought it's just like a disvaporation device and like I've no idea what I'm talking about. It's like mommy hormones or something. I've no idea. Um what was I saying? Probably something significant. Do you want to say something, Maribel? Okay. Are you going to stop it? Uh, jump up. Do you want to say, I love you? Okay, I love you. <laughs> you give it a kiss? Okay. But I feel a little bit lighter being able to realize, like, I kind of resent being pulled at all the time. And, like... A mom who does all the work and does all the cleaning and cooking and taking sure care of kids sure. and then also trying to make this business is like really like can be something that you can resent. So I can just be aware with stuff and then just try to make the most out of it. Okay, Marigold, cool it, please. Yes. Oh, no. Thank you. Oh, my. Gwendolyn. Hi. Hi. You strong baby. She's so strong. Um, I mean, it's like, is this why we're not talking about this kind of stuff for moms, like on a really deep level? And they're like, just like, oh, just take medicine. <laughs> like, because it's like, we can't get moms into a, a sacred silence space. So I'd like for that to be integrated into our daily life and for us to be able to immune um and I think that this goes for other people too like if you have she's so smart you know she's such such a great person she's like I just need to like air out how I actually feel though you know and have a way to express so that's why part of this partially this podcast is a really great way to share and to kind of create these little sacred moments, because I do feel a transmission happening, I do feel communion, and I do feel working through of what's been coming up for me, and I have input and I have output, and both are very important, so we are meant to receive and we're meant to give as well, and so sharing in this way and opening my voice is helping me to believe that... um, that I really am loved and that I'm valuable and as precious as I keep telling everybody else that they are, because I know you are, so if you are, then I must be too. How I wouldn't pick one person to say is not valuable. I wouldn't do that. Why would I choose myself? It's strange, right, that it comes up in this way. So anyways, that's just the real talk and the real love and thank you for being here, and um, just, you're like, just eat the chocolate bar, girl, <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> I want to work through this stuff and heal, and I am healing, I do feel better in other ways, you know, and I'm exercising more now, which is really good, and just, like, letting this stuff come to light that's not been in the light before. So it can be a little bit of an interesting test drive when we start to be really real with ourselves. But it's totally worth it. It's a great, great car. It's a great view. And it's all about the drive. It's not about the destination. What am I, like a bunch of cliches? Driving cliches? (laughs) Well, Hopefully somebody got something good out of this. I don't know. Um, And hopefully if you have anything coming out from it like I did, you could just believe. Just believe that you're precious. Believe. I believe, oh, I believe what you think of me. I believe, I believe. This is an update from the day after. The song is working great. And I'm feeling better. And things are improving. And um, and I found out that song is called You Say. It is not called, I believe. But <laughs> I renamed it. And it's by Lauren Daigle. So you can find it online. I tried to add it here. But then it like limited it to Spotify. And I don't even think anybody listens through Spotify. So yes, yes, find it. If that calls to you. And I even had the lyrics... Wrong, but that's okay. It's like it's actually not what you think of me, it's what you say of me. I believe yes I believe What you say of me. I believe I believe (laughs) Yeah, Mary God? Nummy Nummy. That is Marigold's input. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, times a million trillion. Have a wonderful day, and I believe.